work. Hello. Hello. Oh, can you believe? Start. start. How does Fourth of July start? <laughs> I don't know. Fourth of July is great, though. What a great Mariah song, and I I advise you that you must listen to it tomorrow to celebrate. This country that's falling apart. I want to say it like I wanted to say it was overcast that day, but that's not it. What song no. is that? Well, I was feeling some type of way. It was on, it's on me. I am Mariah. Is it faded? It's faded. Oh, is it? Oh. It's faded. What now a classic that's piece of a classic song. We should have a holiday for faded. <laughs> we have a holiday thing. created to celebrate Mariah Carey's song Fourth of July. Truly. We should have a holiday created to celebrate Mariah Carey's song Faded. I think it's only fair. There's the thing is so many holidays are needed to celebrate so many tracks from Mariah. I mean, it's too bad there aren't other artists that are as good as she is. <laughs> I think, Isn't that too bad? I think you need to sit down one day and make like a list on your like notes app and be mm. like, which day of the year would go with every single Mariah Carey song? Wow. This feels like a Matt Steele writing a Spice Girls, all of the songs in order of best to worst BuzzFeed thing. So I don't do shit like that. You know what? I got time on my hands. You love a list. But I don't think you would like my ranking. Of Mariah or yeah. of Spice Girls? I feel, no, of Mariah. Oh, no, I wouldn't. Don't because, do that. Because you don't would be like, that. March 3rd? Is shake it off? How dare you? I No, I don't want you to do this. Okay. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And it's Sunday. June, I almost said January. July. July, whatever. I don't know what month it is, is the point of the podcast. July 3rd. Yes. The day before a national holiday that none of us feel like celebrating this year. (laughs) But we're going to celebrate because we love a day off. Yes. Even though the Well, I don't have a day off. I work. Sucks. Yeah. Well. Well, I have a day off and I love that for me, but... Even though the country itself is falling apart a bit. But I'm excited that after this, we're going to see our friend Corey celebrate him and his birth. And I think a couple of other of their friends' birthdays. And we haven't, I haven't seen and Zach. And I guess my birthday will also be celebrated in this mix. I, I mean, are you co-hosting the party? Well, no. I was going to bring sodas. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't think that <laughs> means that we're celebrating you. But I mean, you could try to steal focus if you wanted. I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> okay, good. Well, we're going there after this. And so today, I'm glad we're checking in with all of you out there in podcast land and all the people live on YouTube with us now. And Matt Steele, I have a question for oh, you. Oh, yes. Ask me, please. How was your week? My week was great. Oh, good. It's so weird. I feel like we just podcasted because like we shot... Or we shot. We recorded a day late last time, yes. so there's one less day True. in that week. So I feel like it went by really fast. But we we both did the same exciting thing this week. Yes. We both went to the theater. We did go to the to theater. the Pantage Halls, and we went. For free. For free. <laughs> we were invited by the show itself. Absolutely. Matt Palmer and I were on the VIP guest list. We were. For Moulin Rouge. And it's nothing like being called a VIP and then getting on the VIP line and being like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> 
But the, the que- I was also in that line being like, who the fuck am I? I know. Why am I being asked to be on the red carpet? And when they, they we like, I first I thought we had to pick our ticket up to see Moulin Rouge right. at the box office. So yes. I went to the box office and she was like, oh no, your ticket's over, like reserved at the red carpet. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yes. And so... I went to my date was my coworker Alicia, mm. and so we went over and um, uh, right behind us in line is Kendra from the Girls Next yes. Door from the reality show from the Playboy reality show as we all remember. And my friend Alicia just has is just fearless, and she'll just talk to anyone like they are her <laughs> best friend. So she was just like, "Kendra, how are you? It's oh good to see God. you." And Kendra was like. Oh, it's good to see you too. <laughs> and like probably thinking like, oh my God, who like, is she? Do I know this she's person? in the VIP line. And so maybe she's famous. So maybe I've met her before. So I have to pretend like I know her. And, <laughs> and so Lisi was just like, are you still twerking on TikTok or something or Instagram? And she was like, oh, you know, I'm trying. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so Alicia's just talking her up and everything. And uh, and Alicia's just like, Matt, it's Kendra. And I'm like, oh yes, nice to meet you. Hello. <laughs> um, and so, and then someone like went to like pull Kendra out of line and go like, oh, Kendra, you can go right to the red carpet you don't need to wait in line and Kendra was very nice she was like oh well I don't want to like but like jump ahead of them oh Kendra Kendra, that's very sweet but really we are nobody honestly and you are everybody of course and so um so we get our tickets and they pull like our papers out I saying know. Matt Steele influencer. They that got- was shocking. When I saw the Matt Palmer influencer paper, I was like, is that what I am? Is, no, that, like, like, is that how I see myself? Like, no, I don't not. think that's right. What we do, do does not care. We did, we're just a couple of gays sitting, yeah, standing we're in a room chatting. And, and chatting about like the most random things. We were right. chatting about Cat Graham in the live chat. For much longer than we should have. Sorry <laughs> for the Cat Graham fan in the chat. Um, but yes, I saw Kendra at the pre-party. So when okay. we were getting, when I was seeing every gay in Los Angeles who has an Instagram following of a thousand or more <laughs> at this pre-party getting free drinks, which we like, Kendra was there. And then when we were in line, Janie and I, uh, we were right next to the guy who uh, whose name I don't know, but he plays the brother, Zoe's brother on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, the show oh. that I watch very religiously. And so that was fun. And then we get up after, you know, we, I took a picture with Janie. I think you took a picture with Alicia, but then they pulled us to be alone because we were the influencers or whatever. And then we went, I went to Getty Images to be like, I'm finding these goddamn pictures. Oh, yeah. They didn't put the pictures of us with our dates. It's good. Hey, are they saying we don't come across as straight in them? Because I think we could have. We don't believe this. This is, cannot be a girlfriend. No. <laughs> these are two girlfriends. I know, exactly. Look at us. And and they, it was weird. They like interviewed me, and they were like, "What are you? Wh- why are you excited to be here?" And I was like, "Well, musical theater is my number one passion, <laughs> and so and I haven't seen a musical in LA since pre-COVID, so I'm so excited." And they were like, "What are you expecting to feel?" And I was just like, "Everything." Oh my god, it's Bohemia, darling. Did you say that? I did. That's embarrassing. Listen, <laughs> it's what came out of my body at the time. And Ooh. so I did what I had to do. And so then I get inside the theater and guess who was like three people behind me in line mm. who I didn't notice Ooh. until I got into the theater. And then she passed me a couple minutes later. My president of SAG, Fran Drescher. <laughs> I cannot believe Fran Drescher was like, there. Incredible. I'm, I'm so mad I didn't see her. And you saw that Chriselle from Selling Sunset was there as well. I, I don't know who that is. I know, but she's <laughs> more famous than not Fran, but then... Um, 
whoever you Kendra. Get Kendra, yes. Uh, so I feel like there were some people of note there. We were not among them, but we were among but them. But we were among them yes, physically. Exactly. And the show was wonderful, super fun. Thank you so long, so much, Moulin Rouge, yes. for allowing us to come and for, I don't know, getting us in that line. I know. It was fun. And it also was like, by the time, because you we had come from the pre-party, we got there on the line at like 7.45. And the thing is, there was such a long line behind us. And I was like, doesn't that start at eight? Like, how are we going to get to this red carpet? We get to the red carpet. No one's being asked any questions. They're just like, okay, 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 goodbye. And we go in and we walk up to our seats. And the guy's literally like to looking to his colleagues being like, should we let them in? And I'm like, there's like, I'd say 50 people behind me. <laughs> <laughs> so we barely got in. We got in. The guy was already on stage, like looking around. Moulin Rouge opened kind of thing. And I was like, whoo, glad we made it to the seats. I did have to go to the bathroom during the first act because I had, there were free drinks. I had three. Mm. Oh, that's, that's a lot to hold in. And that, that, that first act is very stimulating. It is. There's a like, lot of music and like, noise coming at you. It was like every song they performed was either the opening or the closing number. And I'm just glad that like the Lady Marmalade of your, which is literally all I know about Moulin Rouge of the movie, was referenced so often, but it did feel like the first twenty-five minutes were just musical numbers back to back. Oh yeah, it was, it, and like, but like five seconds of each musical number, it was like, remember yes. this pop song? Well, it's done. Next pop song, you remember? Well, it's done now. Exactly. But it was just like it's, and that's how the movie is. The movie yeah. is just like boom, boom, boom. I'm excited to see Baz Luhrmann uh, directed the Elvis movie. Yeah. And so his movies, you know, are boom, boom, boom. They are stimulating. So I'm, I'm seeing that with Corey next week. So. I'm excited about I'm that. hearing differing reports, but like... That's why I'm excited. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's bad, right? Well, Boz Lerman is very much a director. He has such a signature style, okay. and you either love, love, love it, or mm. hate, hate, hate it. I love that people have such differing opinions on it, so I always go into all of his movies just like, ah, Boz Lerman, <laughs> crazy. You know, so it's it's very much a style, and I think what was on that stage really reflected that, because oh, well, it was just it was just going and going and it going. It was really going and going. And Did the, anything else happen to you this week of note <laughs> don't think too long there's a podcast we got to keep it going you no, can say no no okay. go go well, for it i after thursday night which was lovely um friday i i stayed in which because i was like i we have so many things on the docket socially and like work wise and like i'm doing a spinoff podcast which you may have seen on this feed with my friend janie and our friend glenn about the real housewives ultimate girls trip too which is really good i hope you listen to those bonus podcasts and enjoy it but it's just like a lot to do. And yes. then we also were, went to Santa Barbara yesterday. So our friends, the friends, uh, who that's a couple that has like an 11-year-old child who loves to wake up very early in the morning. Mm. We went to visit them. They live outside of Santa Barbara. And so I drove around like 4 p.m. hour and a half to get to Santa Barbara. Um, and we weren't able to meet up with them until later. But we did have a lovely meal. A uh, little look at an Italian moment. You would have been proud. And they okay. have a bocce ball in an outdoor area. It was very good. And then we met up with them later. And since the child was staying up an hour past his bedtime because he was excited to see us, we were like, so does that mean that you're going to sleep an hour later and only wake us up at 730 in the morning and not at 630 in the morning like you did last time? And he agreed. I was like, ah. Oh! My king. Okay, I, but still 7.30 is really aggressive. I know, but you have to count your blessings. And so that's what happened is I woke up at 7.30 this morning, played video games, and ate, uh, you know, ate waffles, and then saw a bit of Santa Barbara the city. We drove back, got back at 4 p.m. I cut my hair and put everything together for this uh, live chat we're doing and podcast recording, and now we're here. And baby, you look great. Oh, my God, I do, don't I? Oh. I li- really... 
Alicia, out. my friend Alicia, hadn't se- hasn't seen you in probably like nine years yeah, or something. Yeah, it's been a minute. And she like goes to me. She's like, Matt Palmer looks so incredible now that oh. he's old. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I've decided to take the compliment from that. <laughs> she was like, he looks so, and, and like, he looked so good younger too, but now that he's older, oh, she was like, daddy. And I believe she referred to you as sexy chocolate again. Which again. Is, which is what she referred to you as the first met, met. And I was a patron and she was, you know, a, working. A patron at the restaurant. At the patron at the restaurant, not a patron of 2 Gay Mats, which you can become a Patreon by come to patreon.com slash 2 Mats. It's available. <laughs> but yes, I remember being at the restaurant and like being confused with my meal as I always am at the counter. And then... Wow, uh, just like wait to tell everyone where I work. Oh, where, at <laughs> wherever you work. And um, her referring to me as sexy chocolate and me being like, I feel like this is inappropriate. Like, I feel like this is not appropriate. But maybe Alicia's not appropriate's not her thing. Listen, with Alicia, everything's appropriate. You okay. just got to go with it. I mean, I'm glad she likes the look. I was looking at me <laughs> when I was young again, like 10 years ago or something. I was like, I guess I do look a little different. It's like the first time in my life that I feel like I do look different than I ever did. And I'm like, is this better? Is this worse? I'm like, eh, it's what it is. It is what <laughs> it, it is. It is what it is. So I'm glad it works for Alicia. Yeah, and it works for me, darling. Oh, and good. it works for our millions of, of fans this, who, who we influence. Uh, yes, millions <laughs> is right and influence also right. I also love that I think Brayden on like went back and watched an old video of ours and said very nice things like Brayden is want to do. And then said, also, Matt Steele, you need to thank Matt Palmer for making sure you got that haircut because you look so much better now. And I was like, yes! I'm telling you, there's so few things that I'm like, I fucking did that, but that hair... <laughs> I did it. Okay, but what can I do for you? I what? mean, just just keep I, the hair up. I told you to write up to par. You did, and you said the response was make it bitchier when I heard, you heard the first demo. And so we've both helped each other uh, along the way. The things we have done for each it's other, true. ladies and gentlemen. We influence each other. It's true. This is where the real influence comes to play. I yeah. can't believe next year it'll be 10 years. I know. We ten, need to April think of, April of twenty twenty three. It'll be ten years since we started two game ads. What do we do? How do we celebrate? Oh God, I don't know. We'll uh, think about we it. We need to take a nap. If anyone has ideas, email us, send us a message. I just I just can't believe. No. I'm telling so you, weird. we are just gonna turn into the old gays. Like we're just gonna keep doing this out of habit and then be the old gays and we're, then die. How many like <laughs> once we eventually pass on to the next realm yeah. after I'm, you know, like like, you know, 150. Oh. And th- because I will still continue the podcast after you die. I know that. Um how many videos do you think we will have? How much content do you think will be know. available? It'll be hours and hours. That's the thing is like, you know, if we have children, they're going to be like, you know, they're gone. But like, I really have so much of them here <laughs> that yeah. it's really going to be fine. Oh, and I'm and- sure some of the things we say said like back 10 years ago will not be like things to say I in like know. 30 years thing. from now and before, our kids are going to be like ooh dad before we die we need to go through the YouTube channel and like mute the Rihanna video and like <laughs> like honestly and t- like if one of us becomes famous or when we die <laughs> this is when we have to go through and be like okay that Ariana problem video I'm bitchy and we have to remove it <laughs> I already removed did it did you really? <laughs> good because good. we're both really like kind of <laughs> Kind just of like nasty, like needlessly bitchy, right. in it. and like looking back on it, I'm just like, this isn't a good look for either <laughs> of us. Wait, but did you delete the Rihanna? The Rihanna one you didn't because we still get comments on that. Oh, we still no, 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 that one's not. That. But the thing is, like, we're not like 
the thing is, all we say in that is just like, I don't like the song, and yeah. you're just like, I don't like the violence in the music video. Yeah. <laughs> so That's I don't not think those bad. are horrible things to say. That's not that bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, good. I love that you've <laughs> deleted some videos and I, I would Only that never one. Know. I was just like, you know, it's. This is an ad. Because the thing is, it's, it, it, we were like, oh, we have some criticisms for the music video, but yeah. like, at the end of the day, it was just like, we were kind of just like grumpy in it. <laughs> I like, was in a we bad mood. Like, yeah. I was tired. Um, okay, so should we jump into news for idiots? There's not a you know a boatload of news this week, but we can discuss. Let's if you're discuss, ready to discuss. Let's go. Let's start with the happy stuff. So, guys, Beyonce has done something kind for all of us. On June 30th, she tweeted out. She updated her profile picture across all her socials. Tweeted out and Instagrammed out the cover of her new album, Renaissance. If you have not seen it, she is um, on a, a see-through horse. <laughs> It is a disco ball horse. Oh, yes. I saw someone. Because for days, I was like, oh, it's like a glowing white light horse. Like, that's beautiful and everything. And then literally, like, days later, I was like, wait a minute. And I zoomed in, and I was like, wait, it's a disco ball horse. Horse. It's amazing and stunning. Wearing, wearing very like kind of like chain links in lieu of clothing, like maybe where a bathing suit would be. She looks unbelievable. She looks so regal sitting atop this disco horse. It's glorious. It's beautiful. I love it. She's recreating the Vogue pose that she yes. did on the one horse and everything. And someone posted online there are four pictures of her with horses mm. out there in the world, <laughs> and like each one's color scheme is mimicking a painting called Renaissance or something like that. Interesting. And so people are like, was this intentional or like a painting that represented some sort of like biblical reference to a Renaissance? I don't know. I don't know what the history is. Has she been dropping Easter eggs all along? Guys, I, it's fun to think she has. It really is. And I love also, she gave us words. She never says anything to us. So the fact that she had a caption for this picture when posting Instagram was really exciting for me. Um, creating this album allowed me a place to dream and to find escape during a scary time for the world. It allowed me to feel free and adventurous in a time when little else was moving. My intention was to create a safe space, a place without judgment. Gays! <laughs> um, my a place to... Free of perfectionism and overthinking, a place to scream, release, and feel freedom. It was a beautiful journey of exploration. I hope you find joy in this music. I hope it inspires you to release the wiggle. Ha! And release I the wiggle. Release the wiggle and to feel as unique, strong, and sexy as you are. I feel like we are getting the album that I've always wanted from Beyonce. Yeah. I want her, I do, I feel like I say this every week, I want her to travel through time with the dance music. I don't want it just to be early 90s like Break My Soul was, and I have a feeling we're going to get it. Oh my God, that's that's incredible. Yes. That's an incredible idea. Yes. Travel through time, talking about like dance music that came from black people, like... We're gonna get it all. Ooh. I'm gonna. I mean, I'm just guessing, obviously, but I'm ready for it. Uh, speaking of black people, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I like rewatched so much of Black is King over this past week. I we don't talk about this enough. We, we don't. don't talk As about a black culture. Is King. What, we do. What we y'all do. don't. Y'all don't. Yes. What a fucking film. It's a stunning from top to bottom. Everything about it is incredible because I I fell into watching more videos of it because one of the directors on Blackest King is directing the new Color Purple movie. Obviously there was video, finally video of like video footage of like what the Color Purple like on set experience looked like. Um, And so I was just like, I'm so excited for the Color Purple. Let me look up this director and everything. And so I fell into more Blackest King videos and everything. I was like, I need to sit down again and watch it all the way through. Good for you. Again, in the dark, by myself, speakers blasting. 
I need that. Wow. I should have done that on my birthday. I shouldn't have invited all y'all over. I should have just like done that by myself. I mean, myself. I would have watched it with you. No, you by to, myself. Oh, I right. want this experience by myself. Well, I've been going through and showing Beyonce's filmography to Jackson, my boyfriend, because he had not seen self-titled. He hadn't seen Lemonade. And so we've gotten through those two. Next up is Black as Kings. Oh, I'm so excited I'm for you guys. So, and I also saw someone did like an edit of a lot of the Black is King visuals over Break My Soul. Just like a good TikTok of it. And it is just... It's because, you know, we need a video for that song. We don't have one. And every single shot, even the shots that are one second long, are so beautifully arranged, so beautifully curated. She looks gorgeous. Everything in the scene is unbelievable. It just is so beautifully well thought out. It's a masterpiece. That was one of the things that we talked about with Black is King. It's just every single solitary shot, every frame of that film is like... A, a portrait, a beautiful, stunning portrait that takes your breath away. So yes. it's like, how much more footage is there that didn't make this? I cut? need all of it. Like, how long were they filming? How much money was invested in this? I know. It is, y'all, if you have not seen Blackest King, which I'm sure many of you have, please. just watch it, especially before whatever visual we're getting for this album, because I know we're getting one. I don't know what it's going to be or how we're going to get it, but it's going to be here. So I would prepare yourself by watching Black. I'm King. so excited that Renaissance has an album cover that's not just like Act One Renaissance, <laughs> which like was iconic in yes, its own way. But of course, because I, I was like, oh, that's the album cover. Oh, okay, you know that's fine and yeah. everything. But then when she finally released this album cover on the the horsey, yeah. I was just like, that's what we want That's, is that is just a, a, an iconic image it it's is. simple it's clean it's Beyonce and it's Beyonce and speaking of Beyonce she debuted at number 15 on the Hot 100 this is only with three days of tracking so next week the rumor she could jump into the top five Exciting stuff. Let's do it. Keep streaming it, guys. Yes, everyone keeps streaming. Because honestly, that song gets better and better the more I listen to it. I love it. Um, In more positive news, R. Kelly has been sentenced to 30 years in prison. Well. (laughs) For systemic sexual abuse. I love when people get sentenced that like sentences that make sense for the crime. They can't wiggle themselves out of it. And it's like, I, I feel like so many people want to wash over what R. Kelly did like same in the Bill Cosby way like oh but his music XYZ every R&B song from the 90s blah blah blah, he was involved with I don't give a fuck oh what what R. Kelly has done is just fucking insane and monstrous disgusting if you watch that documentary and feel bad for this man in the slightest then you have no soul or you hate black women that's the two options well, uh, I guess this house will be for sale. Yes. Uh, so. Since we're influencers, maybe we can pull our money. <laughs> yeah, we'll and- <laughs> pull our money, sage the shit out of it, and yeah. purchase. Um, and more good news, Cameron Diaz is unretiring for a Netflix movie. That's with great. I Jamie didn't know Fox. she was retired. She retired apparently in 20, I don't know, a couple years ago. Not that long ago. Okay. I want to say. So she took a vacation is She what said it was retiring, and then Jamie Foxx has this little video on his Twitter where um, – you know, she he's talking to Cameron Diaz and convincing her to this is obviously fake, but convincing her to like unretire and then gets Tom Brady on the phone to be like, I can talk to you about unretiring because he retired and unretired. Cute, cute. It was cute but stupid. Uh, but I'm happy to see Cameron Diaz because you know how I feel about the holiday. Oh, you, you know do how love I the feel. I mean, there's nothing I'd rather do whenever it's Christmas time, the holiday. Cameron Diaz is great. My best friend's wedding, her performance is so great. I've actually never seen that. Oh, I've seen the clip. My best friend's wedding is great. I need to see that. It's great. Um, yeah, I feel like my two Christmas movies are The Holiday and Family Stone. 
Okay. The ones. They're the ones. Well, I mean, uh, My Best Friend's Wedding isn't a Christmas. No, movie, I know, but I'm just, she's Christmas to me. Okay. She's Christmas to me. Okay. It's true. Um, did you hear about this? That Ricky Martin is getting sued for $3 million. His ex-manager says she saved him from a potentially career-ending allegation. And supposedly, the allegation has to do with domestic abuse. That Ricky Martin was maybe abusing someone he was with prior to. I think he is now married and with children, but... I think he is now being sued or there's like allegations against him regarding domestic violence. I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, wait, so why is she I mean obviously that's horrible if it is true. Yeah. But but what is her case against him? Her <laughs> case is um Drucker Martin's manager from 2014 to 2018 and 2020 to 2022 says that she saved Ricky Martin's career. Martin has now threatened Rebecca and is attempting to force her to sign an agreement with a non-disclosure clause to silence Rebecca about the abhorrent behavior by Martin that she has both witnessed and endured. She wants Martin to know that she won't be silenced regarding his toxic work environment and reckless indiscretions. She references a particularly ugly incident in Dubai involving Martin and his representative Jose Vega, non-payment of taxes, and Martin's substance abuse as things to bring up if he doesn't settle. So it's like, it seems she, like you've already, already brought it up. up. Yeah. Oh. Yeesh. Uh, you know, um, I hope everyone finds the help they need. I hope everyone finds the help. And I hope that that's not true. And if it is, I mean, I have to turn on Ricky. It's hard because there are how many like gay pop stars are there, but like you can't be doing shit like that. No, you can't. Oh, oh God! Oh, no. Get to the next one. All right, the next one. <laughs> Something um, not to do with abuse. I I told you we don't have a lot of news. Chris Pratt doesn't like to be called Chris, and he says he's not that religious. He wants to be called Christopher. I truly he wants don't to be called know. Chrissy? What do they call you, Pratt? Yep, Pratt. Oh no, CP. no, you no. know CP. Hey CP, Pratt or CP? <laughs> no, this article's just gone from <laughs> confusing to actively bad. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like idiot. It's like he's trying to become more likable because he's seen the tweets. He sees that people don't like him. And so now he's like, you know, I'm not actually even that religious. Like religion's done really fucked up stuff. And it's like, Chris, <laughs> like, okay. please, like, it's too late. You've shown us who you are. And like, that's fine. Just stand. I would rather I'd be I'd respect you more if you stood by it. I'd still be like, you're kind of a piece of shit because like you probably go to a church that hates gay people. But why don't you just go to another church? Go to another church. There's lots of churches out there I that know. are, you know, a, a denomination similar to yours. Well, you better talk to CP. Oh, you no. better talk to Pratt about that, it. That's the aggressive part. It's just like, <laughs> oh, you know what will make me more likable to the gays? Having Saying that I like to be called Pratt. I know. Or it's just like. <laughs> it's that just like, it just reminds all the gays of all the bullying they've endured in high school or something right. like that. Because it's done by a guy who would be referred to by their middle name. Right. I mean, I was also referred to by my middle name for a very long time. But. Well, wait, that, Pratt's not his middle name. It's his last name. Oh, last name. That's yeah, what yeah. I meant. Okay. Last name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we refer to you by your last name here because we're both named Matt. So that's no, that's no one's problem. That's, no, but that's true. But like, yeah. when I was younger, people would be like, steal, steal, steal. Yeah. And I would be like, this sounds aggressively straight for me. <laughs> I just remember when people would call my house and be like, hey, can I talk to Palmer, meaning my brother? And I'd be like, we're all named Palmer. Click. <laughs> I wouldn't actually hang out, but I did say, we're all named Palmer. That's like, You fucking so idiots. Like, you meathead morons calling me with this. Anyways, how dare. How dare. Um, I can't tell. Okay. This is already out there, so I don't feel like I am spreading this. But there's a rumor going around oh, no. that Taylor Swift allegedly to plan to come out as bisexual in 2019. The only reason I am really talking about this is because I said that. <laughs> I, said, I was like, this whole lover thing, the fact that she had her hair dyed in the bisexual flag, like it 
felt like this was leading up to that. And it just was her hair happened. dyed in the bisexual yes, flag? Yes. In when? the You Don't Need to Calm Down video. Her hair is the bisexual flag. Look, uh, look. I'm all, and I, I don't want to out this girl. If she doesn't want to be out, then like that's fine. No, of need. course. But what is this article saying? Like the article is saying, a Taylor Swift TikTok is buzzing with a revelation from a staffer who used to work at an LGBTQ nonprofit in New York. His high-ranking boss revealed to him that Taylor Swift was allegedly planning to come out as bisexual at the Stonewall Inn in June 26, 2019. She apparently commissioned a rainbow dress from designer Christian Siriano for the occasion. However, in June of 2019, was also when Scooter Braun revealed to the world that he acquired Swift's masters. To prevent him from profiting off the additional streams of her music that any public coming out would bring, she decided to stay in the closet until she re-recorded her albums. Just a rumor, right? Except that Christian Siriano himself made a TikTok in which he seems to confirm this he basically there's a rainbow dress that billy porter wore that like at around that time that had like white skin like it looked like it was nude but the nude was white and so on billy porter it's like why is his nude white Mm -hmm. because the dress was originally for taylor there she is with the bisexual flag hair oh that is bisexual flag hair okay i've never seen that Pair. It's in the video. <laughs> You've seen it. It's in okay, the Okay, well, I, 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 I don't remember it. Okay, I remember her dressed as a pair of french fries and a cheeseburger and, or whatever. Okay, a but, lot of the comments under this article are like, it's still fucked up. This is outing her. Don't, why are we reporting this? Why yes. did Christian Siriano post this, giving credence to what's being said? I get that. I would never want to out her or anyone else. I am just saying, I called it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't want to say that it's right, but I just want to say that I'm right. Exactly. It's (laughs) not about what's being done. And also, it's already been done. I'm just relaying the news. We're just reacting to it, guys. We're just influencers. We're just just influencers. But I just... Do you remember me being so on the train oh, of you like... you were so hardcore. Like, I, I want her like, to be bisexual. And she I, is bisexual. I, I, I know it. I know she's bisexual. I could feel it. I could maybe, feel it. Maybe she's pansexual. That's great. Don't push bisexual on her I, if she's pan. Look, that is the bisexual flag. Okay. <laughs> but yes, I'm not pushing anything on her. If ever she wishes to come out, I can't wait to support her. Oh, man. All I'm saying is that I love... You know, we didn't have a lot of real news, so we got to dive into some conspiracy theories. Y- you want to know something crazy? <laughs> yes. Like two weeks ago, yeah. I met someone who works for the company that arranged her to sing at Stonewall. And so I highly doubt. Did, did you, are you in touch with them or like you just meet at a party? I can be. I can. You and, and must so I can them. and be like, hey, did you know about this? I doubt they did because like I feel like if she were to come out at Stonewall, then it would sort of like be a surprise for even the, maybe the people arranging it or something like that. But, but like and so – uh, all I the only information I got from this person was out of all he works for a company that like arranges this kind of stuff like live performances and everything yeah. and he said of all of the clients that he works with Taylor Swift was is by far the nicest wow. one wow so that's some nice news about I Taylor I love that guys Taylor Swift is confirmed <laughs> to be nice <laughs> I love that this is what <laughs> the news has become on this podcast Taylor Swift Nice. Nice. <laughs> but I nice. like that. But so wait, she did perform or like she spoke at the Stonewall Inn? She, just she did. She out. did perform at the Stonewall Inn. Got it. Yes. So. Wow. Okay. I'm well, ex- uh, I mean, we'll see how this all goes. So let's just talk about one last piece of news before we go to break. Um, the Friends creator, uh, Marta Kaufman, who has long been criticized for the show's lack of diversity and um, have made a $4 million apology. So the co-creator, Marta Kaufman, made a $4 million apology. She pledged the full amount to her alma mater, 
Brandeis University to fund an endowed chair in the school's African and African American Studies Department, one of the oldest in the in the country. Took me a long time to begin to understand how I internalize systemic racism. I've been working really hard to become an ally and anti-racist, and this seemed to, to me to be the way that I could participate in the conversation from a white woman's perspective. I've learned a lot in the last 20 years. Admitting and accepting guilt is not easy. It's painful looking at yourself in the mirror. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know better 25 years ago. I'm mostly mentioning this because everyone shits on friends <laughs> for being very white, and it is, and I'm not arguing it's not. But see, here's the thing, like, Every TV show in it was. <laughs> it was like all like it was like because it was like there were channels that like cater to a white audience and right. channels that cater to a black audience like yes. and so like the shows were very separate and everything there were like the white shows and the black shows yes. and Friends was one of the white shows <laughs> it was. and so you know it's it wasn't an uncommon thing but it's because Friends has endured and lasted through right. the generations that people still talk about and it I feel like because way. it was set in New York and it was yeah like, there's that too <laughs> yeah. Like it's, this, is, uh, it's the Riddle House of the New York problem. It's like, how are you all in New York? You've been here for 10 years, and like there have been two black side characters, including Sherry Shepard. Um, but yes, so I just am excited that Marta Kaufman did something to try and, you know, make a little bit of reparations on this. I love that for her. And um, also, sh- there are shows now that are really great, like Succession, that are very fucking white. <laughs> so I feel like people pick on Friends a lot and there are a lot of shows that should be less white and a lot of shows are getting better about it but well, I feel like those like something like Succession like that is a show commenting on fucking white Richie it is like, like it's like oh look at these fucking rich white people <laughs> like god they're insane I know but like you could make that argument of for course. a lot of things so yeah. I'm just saying I just think Friends gets a lot of heat as someone who likes Friends and is black <laughs> I would like <laughs> this felt like a story for me well they were waiting for your apology alright or your uh, forgiveness alright and I forgive Okay. Uh, so, Matt Steele, is there any other news for idiots we need to talk about this week? Uh, there, nothing has happened this week. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. All right, guys. We're back. These email my hearts are real long, but they're real important. They are. I'm going to try to paraphrase. Everyone get their notepads out. Yes, because none of these are questions. <laughs> These are all serious suggestions. What is Email My Heart? Email My Heart is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of Email My Heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com, two spelled T-W-O. Yes. We are answering no questions here because both of these emails are about how to get Democrats elected to Congress yes. and to governorships and to every other election until the end of time. First uh, email comes from Kathleen. Ways that listeners can help Democrats add more seats to the U.S. Senate. Thank you for mentioning how important it is for us to organize to help take more seats in the U.S. Senate so we can fight off Mitch McConnell's and Kevin McCarthy's plan to ban abortion nationwide at their first opportunity. I could go on about how overturning Roe versus Wade will kill people and how rigged the game is, but you said it all. Thank you for speaking up. The Republican Party and SCOTUS are gradually turning our democracy into evangelical Christian theocracy, and it seems they are determined to roll back the rights of anyone who is not straight, white, Christian, cisgender male. I'm worried we are only seeing the beginning. The threats against Griswold versus Connecticut, Lawrence versus Texas, and uh, Obergefell versus Hodges are surreal, frightening, and bone-chilling. I work in politics, and I previously managed a political campaign for my state. Kathleen knows what she's talking about, she folks. Does. For anyone who hasn't volunteered for a campaign before, it's surprisingly easy to get involved, and it can be really fun and a great way to make incredible friends who believe in the, the same things you do. Here are a few basic principles to know. The most effective way to win an election is through direct voter contact. Mm. Uh, according to recent 
research, it takes an average of seven contacts to secure a vote. The most effective forms of direct voter contact in order are door knocking, also called canvassing, phone banking, and handwritten letters or postcards, and mailers. I'm not sure where text banking falls on the list. I have also read that an average, on average, a campaign has to spend about $20 to secure one vote. Oh but God. I'm sure that number has gone up with inflation. Ha, that was my poor attempt at a joke. Okay. I mention all of this because... I, because I think if the campaign process is somewhat dismystified dis- for listeners, they may feel more empowered to act. Winning an election seems a lot less hopeless and a lot more possible when you have a very clear sense of what to do in order to win. I encourage your voters to knock on doors with their friends, have postcard writing, letter writing, text banking, and or phone banking parties with their friends too. I'm a big fan of getting a group together, eat, drink, and write postcards. Yes. Right now I am planning what I hope will be the first of many postcard parties between now and November. That sounds like fun. Uh, resources. Um, vote forward. V-O-T-E-F-W-D dot org slash swing, swing left, which is how you can write letters. <laughs> Defendchoice.org. Activateamerica.vote. Turnoutpack.org. Those are all websites to check out. If you are shy and introverted, then the idea of knocking on doors or phone banking can be incredibly intimidating. Mm. I am shy myself, and I always find that knocking on doors is a little scary at first. However, I have learned through experience that shyness is just an anxiety that I can challenge and reduce through exposure therapy. That is door knocking. You can also go with a friend. It makes things easier. Yes. I've had wonderful conversations through canvassing, and it can be food for the soul. And if you are shy, you can always do what I did during lockdown of 2020, which is drink white wine and watch a Jennifer Lopez rom while simultaneously writing letters to voters. <laughs> I also call that food for the soul. Thank you again for everything you do. Put a smile on my face with love and gratitude. Katie. Oh. Katie, you are absolutely right. She I, gets that. I actually worked a job um, where I had for a little bit before I moved to L.A. that dealt with... Um, it helped uh, do surveys for people receiving SNAP benefits and food stamp benefits mm-hmm. and everything to see how the SNAP benefit was working and everything. So I've had one of those jobs where I like cold call people mm. and like have to interview them and talk to them on the phone. And when you first do it, it is really it, it feels like it's going to be way scarier right. than it is. Yeah. Like when you start doing it, you're just like, oh, this is nothing. Yeah. Like, and sure, you get some people who are kind of rude to you on the phone, but you're just like, eh, yeah. Uh, like, what are you going to do? Like, reach through the phone and strangle <laughs> me? Like, you can't. Right. You know, I canvassed before, um, before I believe it was a midterm election uh, for Katie Porter, and that was not bad. It was fun. It was still a. This is like not something I would normally do, but it felt good to be active and to feel like you were making your voice heard and pushing the agenda that you want which is democracy it also is scary to me like and something that maybe I don't know if this is helpful or not helpful but I saw like a nightmare scenario of the Supreme Court this thread from a progressive guy was talking about how the SCOTUS is seeing um, actual like cases that are essentially like the electors can just vote for whoever the fuck they want regardless of what the votes actually are Mm -hmm. and the fact that they're seeing this kind of points that they're going to try and rig the next election and it's like okay I can't get there like if this all happens we need to sound all the alarm bells but the alarm bells need to be sounding now whatever you can do to save our country from complete collapse we all have to do it it's all our responsibility there are so many people that are trying to truly ruin the country because they know that their numbers are dwindling like there are just going to be fewer GOP members as time has gone on and they're going to do everything they can to cheat and to rig and we I can't 
I mean, the options are fix it or leave. And I don't want to leave. I like my apartment. I mean, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We made yeah, it nice the in mansion, here. The mansion, the mansion, guys. I did see like an encouraging poll that said that 70 something percent of Democratic voters are more eager to go out and vote after this Supreme Court decision. Whereas only like, I think it was like 30 or like mm. 20 percent of like Republican voters are more eager to right. go out and vote after this decision. So like that, like made me breathe a little bit and be like, okay, people are energized and they know that voting is important know which states are important in terms of senate races as i said last week like pennsylvania wisconsin and um uh like uh i know florida is a very important state mm. i'm val demings is awesome she's running for senate get marco rubio out of there val demings val demings oh. um i know she was like one of the candidates to be like vice president joe mm. Biden's vice president so um Next email is a similar topic. It's from our dear friend, Brian. Hey, Brian. Uh, How to beat white radical Christian supremacists in swing states. This may not be appropriate for the cast. It is. But after listening to your justifiably angry rant about those religious extremist Supreme Court fuckheads, I figured your followers may want to know one method of political action that is easy to do from home, proven effective, and helps get good people elected in swing states that we may not live in. It's writing letters to voters in those states. So same idea as uh, Kathleen. Uh, he also recommended voteforward.org. That's forward F-W-D. Yes. Just so you know. And he also, another website, postcards to voters.org. Okay. Uh, it's fun, easy, and it makes an actual difference, and it will make you feel better than depressive doom scrolling. I do not represent the those organizations in any way other than volunteering to write for them in my spare time. I can put in as little or as much time as I want. It's easy to sign up and follow the basic instructions. Just wanted to let the Cathy's know about this simple and effective form of political action in case they were not aware. We've got to do everything we can to get that Democratic majority in the Senate and save our democracy. Stay strong. We yes. love Brian. Brian's about to have a baby, folks. Yes. So Congrats. do it for the baby. And that baby might be born on the Beyonce album release day. Yes. Iconic. I know. Birthday, honestly. Guys, that's a special baby. Can you believe? Save democracy for Brian and Blythe's child. For sure. <laughs> Please. So, Matt Steele. Yes. Question for you. Oh, yes. What has been giving you moments, darling? Guys, Marcel the Shell <laughs> with shoes on. I need to see this. Is the most beautiful movie I have seen in years. It is so funny. It is so heartwarming. It is so original and unique and visually brilliant. And just the way the story is told is just so fascinating and interesting like if in case you don't know there was a short film out in 2010 called Marcel the Shell with shoes on and it was written and it was written by uh, Jenny Slate from uh, Broad City mm-hmm. and voiced by her and directed by Dean Fleischer is, is Jenny Slate in Broad City? I th- isn't that the Broad City girl? No. Oh never mind. <laughs> <laughs> She's on Big Mouth. Oh maybe that's what I'm thinking okay. of. Sorry I get those shows confused. <laughs> Um, even though one's animated and one's not, whatever. Um, so anyway, uh, it was, uh, written by her, voiced by her, directed by Dean Fleischer Camp. And it was a video that I watched all the time in 2010 and quoted with my friends. It's a, if you've never seen it, it's just a a little seashell and he has shoes and he just talks about like his life living in a big house, being a small shell. Mm. And he's just like, you know what I use as skis, a a pair of toenail clips, (laughs) like a pair of like toenails from a man. Like it's just so adorable. And so fast forward to now, 12 years later, they made a movie out of it again, written by like Jenny Slate directed by Dean Fleischer camp. It is, 
like I feel like I experienced every emotion you could possibly feel <laughs> in this movie. I laughed so hard. I cried so hard. It is beautiful. The voice work by Isabella Rossellini, this like famous actress who I've always loved as the grandmother is just so, so beautiful. Jenny Slate's performance is so great. Dean Fleischer Camps is in it for oh, like a little bit. He's like the way it's told is like documentary style. Okay. It, it's about this it's about Marcel the shell. He lives in this house with his grandmother and who is also a shell. Yes. And uh, the house is now being used as an Airbnb. And so Dean is plays a guy who I guess goes into the Airbnb after mm-hmm. like a divorce and he discovers, oh, there are these seashells that talk. And so I'm going to like film a documentary where I interview them. Oh. He discovers that um, there used to be many more of them. There was a shell community and like a community of like little trinkets that like, you know, you find in your pocket, like mm. crackers or like, uh, uh, there's like a tampon and like <laughs> like little things. Um, there was a whole community, but then they got lost. I will not explain how, but okay. they got lost. And so Marcel is looking for his family. Mm. Guys, like I would give anything for this to get Oscar nominations, especially for like screenplay and director. Like I would love for it to get a director nomination. Wow. But, like, it's uh, released through A24. It is just playing um, locally now. I think just in like LA and New York. I think it opens in Boston mm. uh, next week maybe. Um, I know it goes wide like in a couple days. Okay. Uh, I think I forget when, but in a couple days. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. It is everything you could possibly want in a movie. Wow. And I showed the trailer to Alicia as we were like eating before the show. Yeah. And she was just like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Why can't you just see normal movies? And I'm like, what's a normal movie? And she's like, you know, like, like Marvel. Oh my God. And I was just like, and what else? And she's like, I don't know. Like, those are normal movies. Just just those. Those are normal <laughs> movies. And I'm just like, there are many other normal movies out there. And Marcel Shell is one of them. They're all normal movies, guys. I missed the Marcel Shell train when those YouTube videos came out. I just watched two of them the other night for the first time. I'd never seen those short film things. Uh-huh. I'm very excited for the movie. Uh, Marcel is... Oh, Jackson's going to die. Oh, he's already obsessed with Mar- He He was the one who showed me Marcel Shell. He's been talking about Marcel Shell for a long time. I think he has a book. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know what this is. But This now, is a Jackson movie. I've fallen in love. I just listened to Jenny Slate on a podcast. And she is so lovely. And I want good things for her. And... Yeah, I just, I can't wait to see it. It's, I can't say enough good things about it. Wow. Everyone see it. Everyone see it. I'm telling you, Jackson will die. He will die in that theater. Okay, well, I hate to be that guy, but I don't really have one. Oh, no. <laughs> I can give you little things that made my week okay. Um, Southern Charm premiered, and there are more black people than have ever been on Southern Charm or Vanderpump Rules before. That's a win, guys. Vanita is a main cast member, and um, Catherine at this point is dating a black na- man named Caleb, last name Ravenel, because... It's a long, supposedly his family, whatever. It's a long story. <laughs> Watch the show. It's great. Um, and I'm glad that the, the, sh- the first episode was fine, but I'm just excited that Naomi, who was Craig's ex-girlfriend uh, from early seasons, who always like berated him, was so mean to him, is back. And God, I love her. She's so great. She is smart. She's together. She was dating this man who, like, they moved to New York together. He was seemingly perfect, was a doctor, was so hot. They were moving to New York together. She's like, I move beyond all of you and all of this. She gets there in New York for 10 days, finds out that he has been 
aggressively cheating on her. Oh, aggressively. Aggressively for maybe years and has to move back to South, to South Carolina. Or, uh, yeah, Charleston, South Carolina with her tail between her legs and, like, beg for her job back on oh, this show God. after she'd very publicly quit. I've been like, this is disgusting and what an awful place to be. And she's back and I'm like... I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel for her. I'm so Guys, sorry that happened. No pride, no shame. No. Let's Sometimes go. you just got to beg for your job you back. Just it's beg very for your job real. Back. Um, I also am just happy to report that I got a new clock for this room. You can't really see it in the picture, but if you turn around Matt Steele, you'll see there's a clock there. Oh, guys, rose gold, rose, rose gold. gold. Rose and I'm, gold. And I feel like this room is coming together more and more. I appreciate that. And lastly, I just want to give a shout out to, and this is going to sound old or sound lame, but guys, there's nothing better than a good night's sleep. <laughs> I love having a great restful moment. I feel like this summer and this last few weeks and the upcoming weeks are going to be very packed for me. Socially, you know, work-wise, I want to get music done. I want to get podcasts and videos done. Beyonce's coming out. We have a lot to do around that. Yeah. But I just, there's no better feeling to me. And, oh, I slept a full eight to ten. Oh man, you're really thinking about that extra hour you got with oh, that kid, huh? I'm talking about thinking about that. I'm thinking about the sleep I'm going to get tonight because I don't have to wake up tomorrow. There's just I feel so strongly about quality of life, and I feel like <laughs> so many people are like of the hustle contingent, like work. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I've never been asleep when I'm dead. Oh. I'm sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful way of putting it. I love how yes. you're giving me moments were so simple. It was like sleep, a clock, <laughs> black people on TV. Hey, some things make me happy. Some and those three, things. those three are on the list. It says simple little <laughs> things will do. It's a great song from 110 in the Shade. It's a great musical. Oh, we did that in uh, high school. You did 110 in the Shade? We did, but I wasn't doing the shows anymore because I didn't get the parts I wanted. And it was my senior year. And I was like, you guys can all go. I yourselves. love 110 in the Shade. Old Maid, Audrey McDonald's performance of old the song Old Maid, mm. the act one closer in 110 in the Shade, seeing that live, I will never, ever, ever, ever forget that. Sure. that. That was my first time ever seeing Audrey McDonald live. And I remember sitting in that theater just being like, I get it. Wow. Fucking legend. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant song. Okay. Um, also, I would, before we stop the podcast, I want yeah. to warn the Cathy's, this is the last week um, of the podcast before Big Brother starts. <laughs> So we're going into a new Big Brother season. Just to let you know, the cast hasn't been announced yet, which is very, it's being announced the day before the That's season very weird. starts. I know. We think that it's because everyone's like, oh, it's because casting has some sort of like weird secret twist that they're going to throw at us. Mm. Like it's going to be another all-star season or all returnees or something like that. But we're all kind of just like, no, it's probably just because they want to like make sure everyone doesn't have COVID. Mm. And like, like last year, a girl was announced as um, being a cast member like a week prior and then like five days later it was like never mind we're re she has covid we're replacing her with my girl claire um and so of course the rumor is that like she is back oh, she's gonna be in the cast this season and that's cute. But it's just weird the big brother fans are very starved for information right yeah. now so we're very on edge but yeah just so you know wednesday big brother starts if you would like to know what the hell i'm talking about whenever i make my big brother rants why don't you tune in? Can't and promise it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm excited for you to get the Big Brother podcast together. I believe oh, you God. can do it uh, and the people want it. I'll have to think about Just it. Just think about it. I'll have to I want it to be it. more real than your than it is currently and I think it's time to consider. Okay, cuz right? I do need space to vent. You do and, and I don't talk. know what you're talking about. Yes, <laughs> you know? Exactly. So 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching. Uh, we'll be back next week with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.